Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Monday morning. We are kind of rolling through March. Has March gone fast for you? Yes. Mm, A little bit, yeah. It's gone fast for me. I mean, I'm very excited that spring, even though it doesn't seem like spring. I'm very excited spring is starting at 225. What are you going to do at 220? Uh, two twenty, meaning like five minutes before spring. Yeah, it's kind of like you know when big things happen. Like that last five minutes is very exciting. I don't know. Say goodbye to winter and be like peace. But won't, that's the thing. It's gonna like change in the calendar and the solstice, but it's not gonna really seem that different here. I know the weather's still kind of meh. Clap meh. Mm-hmm. That's a, that word. I don't. I like it. I don't use it enough. People use it with me. I don't use it enough. Like I'll yeah. ask somebody a question, they just t- like hit me back with. Meh. Meh. Mm-hmm. Meh. <laughs> it really I just use, sums it up, though. I use ugh, which meh is cool. Ugh. Ugh. U-G-H-H-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I'm starting to keep a, a notes file of the autocorrects that are ridiculous that my phone hyper autocorrects. And let me see. It is... It's going to grow. You know you know when you type something and it changes it to something completely yeah. different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Autocorrect. So far. Um, ah. I was getting ready for my Oscar preparation, and I typed about the Fablemans, that Steven Spielberg story, mm-hmm. and my auto corrected it to Farm to Table. <laughs> Went from the Fablemans <laughs> to Farm to Table. Very on brand for you. Yeah. I know, but my phone does this. Like, mm-hmm. I asked a question about the Fablemans, and it said, Who are the two actors that I'm thinking of in the Farm to Table? Right. 
So I'm going to keep a list of all of them. I'll come back to you with a bunch of them. <laughs> I love that. How are you doing this morning, Sissini? <laughs> I'm okay, but my son Maxon is not. He is home from school. He fell out of his bed last night in the middle of the night. Well, it was like about 1 a.m. So yeah, middle of the night. And he, what broke his fall was his forehead. He literally landed oh. on his forehead, giant goose egg, oh, the size of a golf ball, a goose egg. And it was so frightening as parents because we were like worried of a concussion. Did you and hear all it? That. Oh, yeah. It woke all of us up. The whole, Yeah, everybody woke up. The whole family woke up. It was so loud. So the, did you wake up to crying or you heard the thud? The thud and then the crying. Oh, yeah. no. And you mm -hmm. rushed over there and he's, We both rushed pain. over there. He's in pain. He's crying. We, we calmed him down. I even called the doctor. We have like an emergency after hours line um, because I panicked. I didn't know if we should take him to the emergency room. I'm like, when you hit he, your head, you... Yeah. Your brain goes to like, is it going to be a concussion? Oh, like, bad, I don't right. know. Should he go to bed? I'm like keeping him awake while we were icing it. I was like, let's see, let's see the ABCs. Like, why don't you tell me what happened? Like, you know, all this stuff, just trying to see if he remembered because they say like, if he's starts throwing up or things like that, then it's not good. Do so you Google stuff. Like, would you, was Michael Google what to do? Yeah, you, he does. I would be doing that. Yeah. He Googled it. And then I still wanted to call the doctor and then no, the no, doctor but I'm told saying, me the same like, thing. At least in the immediate <laughs> moment, you can Google what to ask and what to do until you exactly. get to the doctor. So do you know, I mean, is there any sort of issue? Do you know, or have you seen the doctor? No, not yet. But my sister said the same thing happened to her daughter when she was around the same age. And she told me to keep icing it. She's like, one thing I regretted was I didn't ice it enough after the fact. And she's like, the way it heals, sometimes it leaves scar tissue. And she's like, it's still left a bump on ariana like her daughter on her forehead even after it healed so she was out. like so continue to ice it and i was like okay that's a good tip i went out with tanaz and louis 100 years ago we went to some club <laughs> i mean yeah, i guess we all did it they gave me black zambuca mm. i drank it next thing you know i woke up with a golf ball on my forehead i don't know how it got there yeah <laughs> so you're I mean, just I like ended up okay but i don't mm -hmm. know how it got there so that well, was my night right. yeah he oh, is he's boy. gonna be okay and tani how you doing this morning Doing good. I spent my night um, convincing Robbie to be my guest host on the podcast one week when Becca's out. How'd it go? Did he accept? How yeah. fun. Yeah. Why would he not? So we did like, because she's going to be, um, she's touring with her girlfriend. She's going to be on tour with her girlfriend. So she's going to be out for two weeks of the podcast. And I asked the scrubbers who they wanted and everybody said him. And so I was like. Well, what kind of things will you do with him? On the podcast? Mm-hmm. Just like what, how it would just be like he would just be in place of Becca. So we would talk about our weekends for the beginning, like you know the host chat in the any beginning. Any topics, any themes? And then in the well, no, we just talk kind of like catch up on our lives and what we did. So it's going to be kind of weird because what about the guests? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's never interviewed anybody, and I think we might have a Grey's Anatomy guest that week. So no, you, um, you'll have nothing to say there. Uh, yeah, but I kind of ran him down like what he would be doing, and I said there's going to so, be some hot topics. So you're going to have to read. I think it's good. I think and it's Becca's great. going on tour. What do you mean? So her girlfriend is Haley Kyoko. She's a musician. Yeah. And so she goes on tour. Oh, and she's going with her girlfriend on she's tour. She's going to not go on the whole tour, but she's going to go in the beginning leg of it. So she'll be gone for like 10 days or something. I didn't have my glasses on and I, someone's holding up a note that her girlfriend is, what's her name? Haley, Haley Kyoko. And I thought it said Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, I was yeah, like, she's Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah. No. Different. Haley Kyoko. Yeah, put my frames yeah, on this early so I can read. You could get that confused very yeah. well, I mean, easily. it looks yeah. like the same letters when you I look quick. I know, and they sound so similar, too. Yeah, they really do. Um, okay, guys, 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 guys. Tubbs, how are you this morning? You're here. I'm fantastic. Had my cold brew. Yeah, I Good saw you go. with your cold brew and your overnight oats. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. He had his overnight oats. The guy gets in here. First thing he does is set up his breakfast. 
Good for him. At least not an omelet this morning. That usually stinks at the whole studio. That smells like dirty egg. (laughs) Ruby is live from Disneyland all morning. She does get good assignments, I have to admit. She's either at a restaurant talking about what we can get free from Postmates, Mm -hmm. or she's uh, celebrating 100 years of wonder. You would think this guy would propose. I mean, come on, guy. He's waiting for the right moment. Remember, he said it's going to happen soon. That was a year ago. Oh, that was literally January. To me, a year... No, I think uh-huh. it was earlier than that. I feel you like guys. it's been like October, November. No, yeah, it, it was, was like six months a year. It was this year. I remember start of the year. Well, anyway, he should propose. Now, who am I to push a proposal? But come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were the on one the, the other Hot day. kettle black. Exactly. You were talking about the pressures of everyone always talking to you about all these life changes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not practicing when I preach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> What is what is this? What is this? Total hypocritical. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like Ruby is part of this group here, and I think she's excited. And I want to see the excitement. I want to live it. I want to be here for it. Yeah. And Tony, I want to be here for it too. For oh, you, bro, and all this you're going down in the next year. It's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, you're gonna be. I get excited just thinking about it. I know you do. Well, don't we all? <laughs> all right. Let's get your horoscopes for the week, guys. How's your week look? Let's start with Aries. Okay, Aries, whatever you've been worrying about, you have nothing to worry about. Your week is a 9.1. Taurus, you are more than capable of seeing this project through by yourself. Your week is an 8.3. Gemini, walling in resentment takes you to a dark place. Pull yourself out stat. Your week is a 7.5. Cancer, you don't think you are good enough to qualify for what is being offered. Stop. Your week is a 9.3. Leo, someone in your life is taking you for granted. Time to set boundaries. Your week is a 7.7. Virgo, don't be self-deprecating. Accept it. Absorb it. Bask in the glow of your work. Your week is an 8.9. Libra, sometimes doing the best you can is all you can do. Your week is a 6.9. Scorpio, if you are willing to give yourself a second chance, the universe will give you a second chance as well. Your week is an 8.8. Sagittarius, something needs to be repaired, whether it's an appliance, something in your car, or even a relationship. Give this your attention. Your week is a 7.1. Capricorn, a situation is turning in your favor. Okay, what's my week? Your week is an 8.5. Round it up to a 9. Aquarius, don't let your failure deter you from trying yet again. Your week is a 9.5. Wait, wait, who's an Aquarius on this staff? Mm, Anybody? Anybody in the back room? Any Aquarius? Nope. Uh, Why? Because you guys are 9.5s. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good one. Pisces, your sweet, kind demeanor will be your leverage in a negotiation. Use it. Your week is in 7.9. Have a great week. We're going to get through your Monday with you. Coming back with the morning hack, the three-second decluttering rule for spring cleaning. So there's a professional organizer who specializes in chronic clutter. It's got a quick trick to help us get rid of that stuff. So she says, this is to help you make quick and confident decisions as you go through a pile of clothes that you're not sure about. If you're going to clean out your closet, give yourself three seconds to decide if it's a yes or a no. If you hesitate, it's a keep. Interesting. If you hesitate. If you hesitate, keep it. I thought I was going to say like, I thought if you I was going to say if you hesitate, no. yeah. That's why, I, that's why I slowed down in reading it. I'm like, wait, I, it's like if I see something I know I want it, I keep it immediately. If I hesitate, I feel like, well, maybe I don't get want it. Get rid of it, it yeah. Uh-huh. They say if you hesitate, it's a keep. Like, you know you're going to get well, rid of something. It goes in phases. Haven't you noticed that? What do you mean? Like when you're doing a declutter, I feel like it go, things go in phases, you know, where you're like, no, I want to hang on to that. And then like two weeks later, you're like, okay, I'm ready to get rid of it. Yes. 
Because you, yes, you can't get there emotionally. You're like, you know what? I'm there. Yeah, we've been going through a lot of that lately. She says the three-second rule creates a sense of urgency while building confidence in your decision-making. What do you mean you've been going through that a lot recently? Because we've been going through my apartment and his home and really getting rid of stuff so that we can combine. And so it goes in the phases. And like, Robbie's really hard. He doesn't like to, he is attached to things, I guess. Oh, come on. But then in two weeks, is like, okay, I get yeah, rid of it. Yeah. Today's quote. Imperfections are not inadequacies. They're reminders that we're all in this together. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, LAUSD family and parents are on alert for a possible three-day strike that is scheduled tomorrow. The union representing workers, including custodians, cafeteria workers, teacher assistants, and other support staff voted to walk off the job this week. And LAUSD teachers have said they will walk out, too, in support of their colleagues, meaning campuses will, in fact, close. LAUSD district has told parents to plan and be prepared for this strike to happen, shutting down schools Tuesday through Thursday. It was cloudy with temps in the mid-50s, but that's kind of perfect for running a marathon. 22,000 runners took to the streets of L.A. yesterday and ran from Dodger Stadium to Century City. The marathon drew in people from all 50 states and 67 nations. It's the largest field since 2020. And President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will host the cast of the TV series Ted Lasso at the White House today to promote mental health and well-being. Jason Sudeikis and other members of the cast will meet with the Bidens to discuss the importance of addressing your mental health to promote overall well-being. The third season, by the way, of the Emmy-winning Apple TV Plus series began streaming last week. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. So, yeah, spring is like in a few hours, 225. If you're taking a shower this morning or about to, or you have, you should know that you're the most creative in the shower. I, I love I love a shower without a rush, which is mm. rare. But I also love a shower where I irreverently stay in a little bit longer. Like, mm. I just a few seconds longer. I know I got to, usually I have like seconds to get in and yeah, out. Yeah, what I a dream. Type. I'm always in a rush. In I'm in a rush too, but sometimes I lean my head against the wall and just like turn it really hot, take a deep breath and get creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say that um, you your your dopamine kicks kicks it up a notch when you're in the shower. It's almost like we should have a notepad in there to write down our ideas. Or, or yeah, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> or your waterproof phone to put in your notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, just so, you know, I guess I took a bath last night. Oh, <gasps> good for wow. you. I took a bath. Look at you. I'm going to start taking baths. I'm going to be a bath boy. Are bath you going to be a bath boy? Yes, I'm going to be a bath boy. It's a phase. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I got in the tub last night, drew the water, put some Epsom salt in there. I got yeah. in. I'm like, why don't I do this more often? And then I got hot. And then I got, got hot out. and you got out in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not 10, like eight. Yeah. Took a shower. But I was very excited for myself. I'm like, this is what people do. They bathe. Yeah, the first five minutes are great. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to dim the lights in the bathroom. I'm not going to tell anybody I'm in here. I'm going to get in my bath. And I took a bath. I felt good afterwards. Really, really relaxes you. All right, this, let's get from bathing to eating, right? Got to cover all the bases here. And right now, I'm going to walk you into some free food from Postmates. But I thought it's always fun to highlight something specific. Do you know, are you familiar with Nashville hot wings, hot chicken wings? I mean, in general, yes. Big deal, right? You go to Nashville, <laughs> you, want, you want hot chicken. Yeah. 
Right, it's a signature in Nashville, hot chicken. So I'm going to just put Johnny Ray Zone of Howlin' Rays on the line. Silver Lake native Johnny Ray Zone is a founder and the owner of Howlin' Rays. I have free food for you. That's where I'm going with this. If you want to get this for later in your day. It's a restaurant known for bringing Nashville hot chicken to Los Angeles. Every time I go see my sister Meredith and my niece Flora, we get hot chicken from Nashville. Aww. So Johnny was first introduced to this. Johnny, thanks for coming on. When did you discover Nashville hot chicken and how did you bring it to L.A.? Uh, so this uh, probably about uh, six, seven years ago, um, when my father passed away, I, I, did, I wanted to go out and study uh, antebellum Southern food with Chef Sean Brock. I just met him. Whoa. I just oh, met him. He's, 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 he's a gem, man. His, <laughs> his knowledge of seeds and everything. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's such an amazing, he's like <laughs> a book. That's so Whoa. crazy. I met him. I just met him. He has a, sh- a chef table episode from the beginning years ago, and I yeah. went to his restaurant, and he was there, and he's got his signature glasses on, and he took me on a tour of the kitchen, and he showed me the massage room. They have like a place where you can go meditate. The chefs, yeah, when they get awesome. stressed, they go meditate. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll get so excited. Johnny, sorry. No, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, it's something to be excited about, you know? Maybe I was too excited. All right, so you first introduced Nashville's to Hot Chicken when you worked at Husk, yeah, you're right? The fine dining place we were talking well, no, about. I, originally, I went out there to study Antivillain Southern food with him, but then I got sidetracked. I, I had it at a little shack, um, and I was just blown away. Blown you know, away. this L.A. kid having a – I mean, I've never had fried chicken fried in quarter pieces, so it's, it's like, bigger, and it, it's, it's cooked slower so that it's, like, shattered glass and then just this moist mm. – uh, chicken you know goodness inside and so it, it the combination of all these different things uh it just really flipped my world and after i uh, my father passed i was like you know life is really short uh no one's doing hot chicken in los angeles let's let's give it a shot and the truck it, it wasn't super busy to start but it wasn't until we released the sandwich uh that my wife was pushing for uh that we started to really gain some momentum and now you have two locations, Pasadena and Chinatown, Howland Rays? Correct, yes. We've, we've been offered to like franchise and stuff like that, but we, we keep a real family. We, don't, we, we want to keep our intentions pure on it, and it's really just uh, the culture, the community, the employees, the customers. You know, it's, it's such a special – it has such a special place in both of our lives that we, we want to keep it, you know, uh, family. Yeah. Can I – I, I just want to talk about getting married, Johnny. Okay, yeah. Nope. You just mentioned that you've got your wife, and I don't know, you know, who here will get married next. Could be Tanya. Could be Ruby. Maybe somebody listening is planning a wedding. Well, it could be you. Yeah, it could be you. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. But <laughs> this is the kind of thing you want to serve at the wedding. Well, that All right, could be forget fun. the standard banquet oh, yeah. food. Hot chicken sandwiches, quarter chicken with yeah. the hot sauce. This is the kind of stuff people want. Like your or fun late night food. snack, grub food, yeah, this food, know, right? We, we, back pre-COVID, we would have a lot of um, husbands and pregnant women See? come to our restaurant, so, trying mm. to induce their labor. Exactly. Yeah, because they say spicy food can induce labor. Yeah. So yeah, just but, uh, it, it can be tricky though, uh, and have some long-term effects if you're eating it a lot, like myself. So I have to 
you know, <laughs> be on top of that in terms of intestines and things, you know? Really? Well, Johnny Ray's on of Howlin' Ray's. A couple <laughs> of occasions. Check them out on Instagram, at Howlin' Ray's on Instagram. If you've never had Nashville hot chicken, you got to take the drive and try it. All right? We got Postmates for you to try it for free. 1-800-520-1027. Johnny, I love a, a food narrative like this i love your passion keeping the integrity of it congratulations and uh yeah i hope people check it out bro thanks for coming yeah, on yeah and it's family owned yeah thanks for having me appreciate you guys mm-hmm. bye yeah you know these are the kind of things that you want to serve right after the dancing or maybe even at the wedding yeah we did a late night snack and everyone loved it what'd you do we did bacon wrapped hot dogs with little um french fries just because it was kind of nostalgic for michael and i because that's kind of like what we did in our early 20s we'd always go to clubs and then eat bacon wrapped hot dogs after the club that's so cute <laughs> so they were little tiny miniature ones they're really cute well i'm gonna like if i ever get married i'm gonna take all of our hometown hustler foods and these foods and just to set up a mall like a, 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 a what do you call it a food court yeah food, food, court. Court, of, food court of snacks ryan's court Oh, look, I got my delivery of Jay Shetty's books. Wow, look at that. You're going to love them. Well, should I read Think Like a Monk first? Train your mind for peace and purpose every day or Eight Rules of Love? Read Think Like a Monk first because that was his first book and then read Eight Rules of Love. But I really want the love stuff. (laughs) But... Mm. You know what? Then do that one first. There's yeah, no I'd rules. like to do that first mm. because I feel like it's going to take forever to find the eight rules of love. Then I'll be two months from now. Right, exactly. I know, but I just feel like you're gonna when you read Think Like a Monk, your mind is gonna like explode. Okay, <laughs> we'll see what I do. Yeah, <laughs> game time decision. TBD. Hey, quick, I just want to show you my new pants. Maybe Robbie wants these. Let's see your pants. Oh, look at those pants. Are, wow. are those chaps on the top? What is that? What's on the going top? on with your pockets? Uh, they're just baggy pants that I ordered online. I Hello. Just got them, I they're MC very. Hammer. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, I saw Idris Elba wearing them and I looked it up and I ordered them uh, and they just got in. So you're like trying to make them. I need them you to fit. take the headphones off and like really model them. No, Give there's me a second. Flaps. Okay, there's stand like, up. Oh, don't, please flaps. don't fall. Okay. Oh, they look like cargo pants a but little bit. But the cargo, oh, and they are cargo they pants. They are cargo pants. Oh, they're very, very modern esque. He can't hear us because he has no headphones on. Um, and he's doing a spin on the chair. This is great. Okay, oh look at that. And they're gray. They're and like, they're, a, they're and like a, they have like a zipper pocket, a zipper so pocket down? on each side. So they're cargo pants. Yeah, they are cargo pants. Oh, is that there? I mm-hmm. just bought Robbie a pair of cargo pants, and he's trying to like get okay. used to them. Mm-hmm. You know when you order something that you see somewhere and it finally comes, you've been waiting for weeks and you can't wait to put them on. I just got them like last night and put them on this morning. And you like them? Do I like them? I just spun around in my stool in them. I love them. <laughs> I made Tubbs so nervous that I was up above the controls He's like, modeling. Something's going to break. Something's going to break. I made a catwalk out of this dashboard. Oh. Man, that was great. You got good right. core strength. Yeah, I'm out of breath. All right, Tanya, let's get to this training report. Okay. We'll try our best to give you the right answer. We're, there's no, again, there's no right or wrong. You Can know? you say We're, that and uh, then you judge us? No, no. Not, you no. say that and then you go silent uh-huh. on us when we respond. Just let me get into the why I'm bringing it up because I'm talking about Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham. So the two of them got married in April 2022 and Nicola revealed that despite having their issues, just like any other couple, they've never spent a single night apart. 
So she said, we spend every night together, even with work, travel, we work around it. Like he had to do a one day on set in LA last year when we were in New York, but he never slept there. He woke up at 2 a.m. to get a very early flight and then he flew right back after what he had to do. So there are a lot of comments on this article about how it's very unhealthy to not be able to spend a single night without your significant other. Right. One other, would say codependent Codependent much. much. Um, other people <laughs> think other people think it's goals. So it's been it's, it was interesting to read all the comments, but it's funny because I was reading this this story about this couple. They were like in their nineties and every night before they went to bed they would fall asleep holding hands. And I thought it was the cutest thing ever, and I wanted to try and start that. That's like, cute. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think about this? Do you think you're going to exist without a night? I and so here's the thing. In reality, it's just not a reality for me because, like, we have to travel. We do different things for work, so we've spent nights apart. So, so it's fine. It's fine. But in a, in a perfect world, I would love that. I think it's I think so it's pretty cute. healthy. I mean, I just the other night like slept in the middle of the bed and it was like a holiday. Oh, I <laughs> love nights like that. I was like using Woo! everybody's pillows. I mm-hmm. rolled, that, rolled, right. Georgia, come on in here. We got plenty <laughs> of space. It was like, oh, yeah. I was I so excited. I didn't want to sleep. Really? I think it's healthy to be apart. The absence makes the heart grow was fonder. It, it wasn't even the apartness. It was just the mattress. I was like, oh. I don't have you any need all body that room. Heat. Yeah. Oh, body heat. Interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. Need and want are two different things, but you know, it's nice. No, it's nice to be able to just roll around, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> uh, now listen, Tubbs, we're celebrating 100 years. Of? Oh my gosh. At Disneyland. At least it doesn't let me down, right? Like Every, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, now, this is a fun assignment, Ruby. She is uh, out there live at Disneyland Resort celebrating 100 years of wonder. Ruby, come on, paint the picture for me. Yes, I'm feeling really special, honestly. Like, we are kicking off the first day of spring here at the happiest place on Earth, Disneyland. Um, It's been raining, sprinkling all morning, but we are backstage where Starcade is. Um, and it's just, it's been an incredible weekend with my family, my friends. I brought my sister, my boyfriend. Um, and it, it's just been a good time celebrating 100 years of wonder. And of course, one of my favorites, the food and wine festival. So you can't go wrong. The food, the drinks, the rides. It's just, it's been such an incredible time. What are some of the uh, delicious snacks and foods that you've experienced so far? The Elote Paleta is so good. You can get that there at Disney? Yes. At the Food and Wine Festival, uh, Disney California Adventure. So good. That is one of my favorites. I had a good uh, wine flight, too. Red wines. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Of course, the Vidia tacos. You can't go wrong with those either. Um, but all the food has been so good. And then what is the plan for the rest of the day? I know that we're going to be like talking to some people about different attractions at Disney, right? Definitely, yeah. So we're checking in with Philander Butler, who's going to give us a breakdown about all the entertainment, all the shows, the nighttime spectacular shows that you have to check out, like uh, Wondrous Journeys, the Magic Happens Parade, the World of Color one. I mean, there, there's so many and they're so good. But we will be, uh, I'll be checking in again in about an hour right here on Kiss FM. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's time for Ryan's Roses on 102.7 KISS FM. Right now, Ryan's Roses. Stop what you're doing because here we go. Callie and Torrance has reached out. Her husband's been acting weird for weeks, right? 
She said, so she tried the water bottle trick that we told her about on our show. I, I, no. I, this was the thing I said. Do you remember? Yeah. I, yes, I do remember this. Well, remind me. So if you think that your <laughs> spouse, it, but I remember what if it was. you think that your spouse is cheating, you get a water bottle that's kind of like a reusable water bottle right. and you put it in their car you and say, you found this and you say, Hey, I found this in your car or whatever. And then they go, that's not mine. If, they, if they're not cheating, but if they are cheating, then they say it's they theirs. They act like it's theirs. Mm-hmm. You remember the hacks. Good on you. I remember that one, too. Tricky, All right, Callie, tricky. so you tried this, and what happened when you did the water bottle trick? Well, so, okay, my husband's been acting weird for weeks. Um, we're trying to get pregnant, and so I figured that's all it was. He's nervous about becoming a dad, and, you know, that's, that's why he's being weird. But I also noticed that he's hiding his phone more lately, and he's leaving the room to take calls. And he has a lot of after work meetings. So I tried to ignore it, but it was really starting to bother me. And I heard about the water bottle trick. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. Um, so I got this generic looking water bottle at the Dollar Tree and I left it in his car. And I said, hey, <laughs> I found your water bottle. And I handed it to him and he said, oh, thanks. I've been looking for that. <gasps> so. I, I feel like um, I was well, I was like no <laughs> I bought that I bought that at the Dollar Tree. Oh jeez! So uh, this hmm, it's exactly what we feared. So then, what do you say? Yeah. 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 So he I, I want to say like who is she? Who are you sleeping with? But I'm afraid that he'll act like I'm crazy. So I, I thought I would call and see if we could bust him on Ryan's okay. roses. All right, we're gonna do that. So basically, you felt like this was happening. Then you do the water bottle trick. He falls for it. So now you really think something's up, and you want us to jump in, right? Like okay. it might sound silly, but I just have I haven't been able to sleep since he no, failed that test. Nothing sounds silly when it comes to these issues because they are really, really anxiety ridden. Anytime you're starting to think of this stuff, do you have any idea who it might be? Any thought? I I don't know. He he works with a lot of women. Um, so I have a lot of ideas, but I don't want to say. Well, we're going to try and call your husband. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then his name on KISS FM. Go ahead. Okay. You have my permission to call, <clears throat> um, sorry, on KISS FM. All right. We're going to call him now. So she did the water bottle trick where she put a water bottle in the car and said, oh, hey, you lost this. Well, she planted the water bottle, so she right. thinks he's covering that up. He's like, yeah, thanks. I've been looking for that. No, no, I planted that, Kylie's saying. Yeah. And he's been acting strange. So she thinks her her blood's boiling, thinks that something's up. So, Kylie, be very quiet. Let's see what we can find out. Okay, here we go. Hi, is this Mike? Yeah. Hi, good morning. My name is Olivia. I'm calling from Cali Blooms. Actually, we deliver in Torrance and most of the South Bay. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. We're actually offering local residents a promotion of a free dozen red roses. They're absolutely free. You can send them to anybody that you'd like anywhere uh, here locally. And we don't need any billing info from you, um, anything like that. Just the name of the person you'd want to send them to. Is that something that you'd be interested in? Uh, sorry, you caught me off guard. I, I thought this was the electrician calling me back. Uh, 
Wait, you're, you said you're a florist? Yes, Cali Blooms. We're new to the area. We deliver in Torrance and most of the South Bay area. And since you're a local resident, we are doing a promotion of a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. Uh, trying to promote my business. Oh. So if you like our flower arrangements, then we hope that you return as a paying customer. But these ones are free. They're on us. You don't, I don't need any uh, cash. They, you don't need to pay anything. They're absolutely free. Okay. So there's no delivery fee. I just, I just tell you who to send them to? Exactly. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Um, can you send them to uh, Trish? Sure. And what would you like to put on the card? Um, I guess uh, put counting the minutes. Counting the minutes. Hey, Mike, your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I have your wife, Callie, on the line. What are you doing counting the I minutes knew it. to see I knew Trish? It. What's going on, Mike? Wait, Callie, whoa, whoa, Callie wants to know who Trish is. Who is Trish, Mike? Whoa, whoa. Uh, I knew you were cheating. I knew you were cheating. Honestly, deep down, I knew it was Trish. Who's whoa, Trish? Whoa, Trish. <laughs> Callie, who's Trish? Trish? Trish is his ex. <sighs> so, like, she, we were, they were engaged. She broke it off. I always knew he would have rather married her. I always oh, knew it. That is not true. That is not oh. true. You just sent flowers to Trish and not your wife. So have you been keeping a, a romantic relationship alive with Trish, Mike? And for how long? Listen, that's none of your business. I mean, this is between me and my wife. Uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're so how long has it been? pregnant and then you're sneaking out with Trish. Your parents always like her better. Trish is why I wanted you to take that job in San Diego so she could be out of our lives for good. Is that true? No, that is not it. Well, that's not what's happening here. Well, I, what's happening, Mike? Please clear it up then. I don't owe you any explanation. I will explain this to my wife when I get home. Perfect. Good we're we're all here. Not, go ahead. I'm not going to be here. You go home to Trish. You tell Trish to pick up your dirty socks every day. You tell Trish to share a nasty bathroom with you. You had a good thing here, and you blew it. So, um, Mike. I, I explain that. Mike, there's nothing to explain. You just sent roses to Trish. Your wife has just hung up on you. I don't have her on the line anymore. I can't get her back. You said count in the minutes. So what was your plan here? How is this all going to end, Mike, in your mind? Listen, I'm not explaining anything to you. All right, explain it to Sissini. What was your plan? No, this, no, this is bull. Well, you're cheating agree. on your wife. You've been caught. It is BS. It is BS. It's, and that's what you've created. So what's up? What, what, what were you going to do? Leave her? No, I wasn't. Le- no, it was just, so you uh, were just gonna was, be with both of them. I don't have to explain anything, but you could. Here's your chance to come clean. No, clean. I'm not doing this. He's dirty. Where's <laughs> Trish right now, Mike? No, I'm not doing this. I know, but where's Trish? He hung He's up. Gone. But where's Trish? I don't know where Trish is. So uh, that was telling Mike cheating. They don't have kids though, so she's ba- like she said she's leaving. Bye. Yeah, blessing in disguise. We get Mike on the phone, and he just sends the roses to his ex Trish. And you know it was very telling because he sent the roses. He's cheating, right? He's cheating with his ex Trish. Sent the roses. Said counting the minutes. He's cheating. Um, Callie said, I'm out. 
They don't have kids. She's leaving. But she knew it. She suspected it. And she suspected it for several reasons. Because she said the family always liked Trish better. The family wanted Trish to marry Mike. So she was already down the path of reasons why Mike might have been with Trish. Even though all wrong. Um, So she's out. And her sort of her hunch was right. And Mike said, I don't have to explain it to you guys. It's a bunch of BS, he kept saying. And he's right. It is BS. And he doesn't have to explain it to us. Because it was basically explained. You're cheating on your wife with Trish. Mm. Mm, yeah. Scum. That's what he's doing. Jaylena Montebello. Now, you say never date a dude who was engaged and broke it off. Is that right? Ooh. Yeah. I, That's interesting. Like, would never date a guy who had been engaged because it's obvious that he's going to always wonder what that could have been like, what that would have been like married to that other person. So your rule and those listening, maybe you'll have this rule. If someone was engaged and they broke it off, you just take them off the list, huh? Hmm. What? Thank you for that point. Uh, Tanya, would you, would you live by that? No. (laughs) So if someone in, was engaged, you'd still marry them. So, yeah, but I never, so I had all those rules. Like I had all those rules, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, but Robbie rules. was married, right? Yeah. But I think yeah. it's different married and engaged. Well, it is, is different. what she's saying. Because mm-hmm. then you different. never got, if you were engaged, you never actually got to like be see in that, see not. it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you always might be wondering what if this is better? Correct. But I feel like those rules, I think it's like not every shoe fits every foot. It's not a one size fits all. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about how confident you are in your relationship with that partner, with that person. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get back down there to Ruby, who's at Disneyland Resort Live celebrating 100 years of wonder. So, Ruby, I've been looking at this online as I've been giving away these four packs of tickets. What's new at the park for the anniversary? Oh, my gosh. There is so much going on. It's been such an incredible weekend, a Saturday, Sunday. We are actually here right now with Philander Butler, uh, who's going to talk all things entertainment with us. Yes, I am so excited to be here. Our celebration right now at the Disneyland Resort is incredible. Right now, our company is on the cusp of turning 100, which is incredible. And... The global celebration starts here, and we're so excited to talk about all the incredible entertainment. You know, it's excellent right now that guests can come in and see uh, new parades, new spectaculars in the evening, and I heard that you all got to see a couple of them before, right? Yes, uh, Wondrous (laughs) Journeys was so good. Yes, Wondrous Journeys is so fantastic. We are so excited for that show. Uh, it features all 62 of our future animated films in one show together, which we've never wow. done before. And we are really uh, excited, not only for guests to see it from Main Street USA, where they can watch projections on the castle, but you can also walk over to It's a Small World, and we do projections on the facade there. Or you can go over to Frontierland and New Orleans Square to see projections there. And Ruby, did you say that your it was your sister's first time at Disney? Yes. This? So she is 26 years old, never Amazing. been to Disneyland before. <laughs> And she was just mind blown. Well, Philander Butler, thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you all for coming down. It's uh, we're so happy to have you here for the global celebration. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, did you get up this morning and have a great coffee grinder beans? Mm-hmm. Make it right. Listen, here's the grinder. I smell the beans right now. It's time to grind your beans. Mm. 
you know, Sissini doesn't operate on coffee, doesn't need it. Michael's off coffee too. He's starting to drink tea. I don't like it. <laughs> Honestly, he's trying to ban. He's drinking mountain tea. Please come back to Earth. <laughs> it's because he was drinking so much coffee. He was drinking like six cups a day. And so now he was just like, at least now I'm drinking tea and maybe but it's why better. Why can't he just stop drinking coffee at nine? He can't. Like, he drinks yeah. it like it's just it's something to do. Did you know Pedro Pascal's, do you know his Starbucks order is like something venti six shots? Whoa! No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like he had encountered a fan at Starbucks and everybody was saying zoom in on his drink so we could see what it is. Well, maybe that's just a one-time thing because the guy's working around the clock. Maybe it's a one-time thing. Maybe, but yowza. Mm-hmm. So Zing. he by choice, <laughs> he, you're Michael, by choice, no coffee? Uh, well, he got really sick last week, remember? He got yes. like a, the virus that all the kids got. And so ever since then, he's been on the tea. I got to kind of settling my, in. Uh, I got to fix myself. I cannot think the way I think when people tell me they don't drink coffee. Like I, <laughs> I know, you're sudden, outnumbered now. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, like I feel like one less connective tissue. Yeah. He'll be back. I think the heating up the water and then getting the tea bag out, I think it's all like too many steps. I mean, Tanya, you and your ayahuasca mushroom preserves ashwagandha what is that stuff called ayahuasca uh, that's ashwagandha <laughs> i don't know what it is ayahuasca is not yeah. well, that's, whatever that's but the... i want you back with the coffee beans i know please i know I'm... i have so much more fun when you drink coffee i know mark don't you agree a hundred percent oh please what? I'm over the mushroom drink. Yeah. We are all over it. We were giving you a week, and now we're like, guys, please. We have a show to do. Coffee. I mean, I don't want to push coffee, but I am. Yeah. I am. Coffee we'll pusher. <laughs> I am. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good for all of us to bond over it's, it. I know. It's the ceremony of it. I'm with it's, you. I get it. We all come in, and we sip it, and we smile, and yeah. we smell the aroma. I know. I miss that with us. I do, too. All right. I'll uh, be back. Okay, Good. All right. Well, how often do you wash your I was water bottles? What we're supposed to do here. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> I always like to get us back on track. Thank you so much. Okay, good. Um, wash your water. Now, I use the reusable path water. Well, you should you're still to wash, wash that. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you can just keep refilling it. Because they say it's it, if you don't wash it, it's as dirty as my toilet seat. Yeah, you should be washing it all the time. It turns out that they're super dirty. Reusable water bottles can harbor forty thousand times more bacteria than forty thousand times in the average toilet seat. So researchers swapped parts of different water bottles three times, each including the spout. The spout lid, the straw lid, and the squeeze top lid, and found two types of bacteria present. One that was called gram-negative rods, and one that was called baculus. Um, gram-negative bacteria can cause infections that are increasingly resistant to antibiotics, uh, while certain types of baculus can result in stomach issues, which then got me thinking, oh, what if all of my kids yes, got this from their, wa- the water their water bottles? Because they all take water bottles to school every single day. And I'm like, we clean them, but I wasn't cleaning them every single day. And I'll be so you, honest. We clean them like once clean a month. Them. Once but a month. Now, oh my gosh, wait. Tanya. <laughs> no, clean, so this is good. Clean them out. Tubbs, you clean that mason jar of yours? You put your cold brew in? Yeah, every day. And how dirty is my toilet seat? Like, I probably touch my toilet seat and eat almonds. But I wash my hands. I mean, I don't know, like the... All oh, right, your toilet seat's probably pretty clean if you think yeah, about it. Are you talking about my lid or my seat? My seat, my you, my horseshoe. Right. Probably like the... Ooh. The, the underneath, the underneath it. part. No of it. way! I don't know how clean the underneath of my horseshoe is. Well, they does they did some more comparisons. So the they contain twice the germs as the kitchen sink. 
So there was another comparison. They can harbor four times a bacteria as a computer mouse and 14 times more than a pet's drinking bowl. How gross is that? Hold on for a second. How often do you clean these mice? Yeah, the mice? Like, that is a whole other. You ever watch these down? Those, uh... Actually, Tubbs, he keeps it pretty tight over there for you. He does. Have you ever seen him wash the mice? I actually have seen him wipe down. when? And microphones, Like, once a week, maybe? I do the microphones. The mice? (laughs) so much. He's... So, my fingers... My Ew. fingers, it's that's just like your fingers the touching. The scroller part? Yeah, my fingers touching it, and then my finger eats my little bag of goji berries with the same yeah, fingers. Yeah, it's pretty gnar. <laughs> Anyways, experts recommend that you wash your water bottles at least once a day. A they say day? every day, hot, hot, hot. The hottest you can do the hot water and soapy water. So it's like a real thorough. And they say if you can sanitize it, do that often as well. Once a week, twice a week. Okay, well, this is very needed, this public service. Thank you, Sisney, for welcome. that. Talking about the water bottle bacteria. You got to clean them out. Uh, let me grab Arlene. Listen to us in LA. Arlene, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Good and yourself? Doing well, thanks. So this guy that you're talking to invited you to Disneyland for your first date? Yes. Did you say so, yes? I mean... I did, but I feel like, like this whole time he's been kind of very bland or he's kind of like cheap with everything. So I'm thinking he's just trying to take me here because, you know, I have a pass and it's free. So I feel like he's doing that so that he doesn't have to pay. Wait, it's your, he invited you to go out and use your pass to Disneyland? Uh, yeah. Well, how does that work? Doesn't he have a, does he have to pay for a ticket for himself though? I think so, but he's, like, trying to make it, like, oh, like, is there anyone that you know that can, like, give me a discount, <gasps> things like that. And so I'm thinking, so like... So why does this... I'm just like, curious to know, Arlene, why does it bother you? Just tell me the why. I'm not saying right or wrong. Why? Like, why? Why does it bother you that he's being cheap? What's the reason? I think it's just because the guys that I've had in the past, they've kind of been like that. And I've always been the one that's like always giving and, you know, paying and doing all those things. So now I'm just like, I don't know if I really want to deal with that. So the reason I asked the question is you gave me the right answer from what I was thinking. Yeah. These are the kind of guys that you've been with in the past and it hasn't worked Mm -hmm. out and it bothers you and it's an issue. And now you see the same thing in this guy and you're hesitating. Don't hesitate. Don't go out with this guy. You're just going to be in the same place you've been dating that same guy again. You've got to break the cycle. Yeah. So yeah, blow this right. guy off. Otherwise, you're you're not making any progress. You're growing zero, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. it. You know this is the same dude, different name, different body, same guy. Get over this. If you're this, already this having cycle. those feelings. Yeah, I think it's just because I'm like, like you said, I'm kind of used to it. So I'm like, oh, is every guy going to be like this? Am no, I they're like, not. But not they are going to oh. be until you start saying no. Okay. No to this guy. No. Okay. Say but what it. if? But wait a minute. What Say if you, no. they go to Disneyland, but then he pays for everything when they're at Disneyland? No, she knows this guy's like all the others. She needs to break the cycle, sis. I'm telling you. Yeah, but you just don't. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a part of me was like, no, I should just go for it. But then a part of me is like, he's he's like he is very cheap sometimes, and I'm like, am, am I no, you already have the ick. to go with him? 
Yeah. So but it's the like, thing if I is, it's not even being. I'm the one paying for everything. Yeah. It's not even being. Che- it's him being cheap. Like all the other guys. Not even to be the cheap part. It's that those are the kind of guys that you didn't like. It didn't work out with, and he's got that same thing to start with. So the answers. Can you say this? Put these two letters together. N O. Say it. Yes. N O. No. No. That's it. No. A lot of power okay. in that word. Yep. No. All right, Arlene. I'm fired up for you. Good luck. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. bye. Mm-hmm. Just you got to break that cycle. You're with the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Same person looks different. Same thing. Same effect. Same issue. Same outcome. Same feeling in your own self. We all have patterns. All right. So we had this guy. He's a life coach. He's very well known. He's got a podcast. He's written some books. Named Jay Shetty on the line, and uh, I, I fell for the guy. We all did. Yeah. So he has a book called Eight Rules of Love, and he has questions you should ask on a first date to get to know somebody. Tony, you tried these questions with Robbie after three years of dating him? Well, we did a different thing. We did like a 36 list of getting to know somebody. It was just something he mentioned during his show, not from the book. But there are all these questions that seem very surface level. You think, oh, yeah, I already know that about everybody. My partner, I, I've been this person for so many years. But you really get into these really nuancey conversations. So let me throw one out there, and maybe you can take this home to someone you know that you love or your best friends. Ooh, okay. A spark a conversation. So here, here's one from his book. If your younger self met you now, mm. what would make them happy, and what would make them sad about you today? Oh my goodness! I hate these questions. <laughs> <laughs> And I really like Jay Shetty. That question just instantly gave me anxiety. <laughs> me too. Um. Wow. Who wants to so go first? Younger self, what would make them happy? Make them happy. Maybe um, like something that you've accomplished in your life that and what would you make never them thought you sad. could. Okay, I, I can answer it. All okay. Right, so my younger, wow, look at young me coming in here asking me all this stuff, wanting to know it. So um, what would make them happy? That I accomplished some things that I want to accomplish in my dreams, right? My career goals and dreams. Like like this job I specifically wanted to do and I'm doing it and I love it, right? Yeah. Okay, this job here, this station, done. What would make them sad? I still have the insecurities of being my made fun of teenager. I still don't make it through a day without thinking about being chubby. That's really interesting and makes my heart break a little bit for you. And my younger self too. That's why I said but that like that's something I carry every day. Sisney? We're very similar in that sense. Um, but I'll try to switch it up just for the sake of not saying the same thing. But I think my younger self would probably um, l- come here and be very happy to see that um, on the surface, I have all the things that I, that I want, a great career, uh, a, a great husband, a beautiful family, all things that I wanted to have at this state in my life. You know, when I was younger, I wanted this and I have it. But I still, I guess what would make me, what makes me sad is I still second guess myself. Um, and, and I still, uh, how do I say it? And I still question the way people view me, if that makes any sense. And I think social media has really impacted my life that way. Okay. You, you're saying like, the way they view your credibility? Not credibility. I feel like I, when I was younger and like teenage years, even going into like early twenties, I was almost, I almost like didn't 
give a you know what you know i yeah. i lived my true self more and i don't really live my true self that much now because i feel like i'm always being judged or so i'm gonna get playing a, are you playing a part Sometimes, sometimes, and even we play right. a part on this job because we can't cuss on the air and we can't do this and we can't do oh. so. So you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like <laughs> I'm in like, true. and so that's where I feel like I can't be my true self sometimes. And so, and even on social media, and like I just feel like I want to post exactly what I want to post, but then I'm like, oh, but then I'm gonna get terrible comments or I'm gonna, yeah, and right, you just, right, I just, right. that's where I feel I, like I'm I, sad. I guess I can, I can totally relate to that because yeah. Yeah. We're, you know you're. Like I just want to yes. be me, and I can't yeah. be me. No, you want to drop an f bomb <laughs> right now. <laughs> I do it at night. Don't think I don't drop F-bombs, okay? <laughs> I know. By the way, you know, 7.30 at night, I drop an F-bomb, I'm tired. Yeah. But uh, so I, will say, I will say something that I do practice, and I don't, maybe I shouldn't even say it on the air, but I don't read comments. Yeah. Never. I've never read one comment of Live with Kelly and Ryan. Wow. In six years. Not one. Wow. I don't want to know. And yeah, because it can be a I'll lot. Some good ones, show. just heads up. But fine, I don't want to risk the one yeah, that will true. keep me awake. And, I, and the same thing with this show. Like I appreciate the comments, but I don't want to have anything like you're talking about. And yeah. I think that like smart actually. I, I did read comments once. Remember that I thought it was a gym oh, yeah. photo that I should post, and then yeah. I read the comments, and there was like not a good idea to read them. And, but the, for the most part, it's actually decent comments. It's not even necessarily that it's bad comments, but it almost fills my brain with like. But too I much information. That, you know what I mean? Like, but if you I don't say even, social media is making you do feel a certain way, yeah. then maybe start with that. I mean, it's an easy thing to to not check. You still post, but just don't read. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of don't. I limited my comments on my on my DMs. Like, people can't comment on my stories anymore unless they actively go into my page and send me a DM that way. Oh, these questions, Jay Shetty. Who are you? I know, right? You Send deep. us these questions uh -huh. and deep, deep and talk about right now <laughs> on a Monday. Uh, all right. Well, Tanya? Hmm? We don't have time. Well, yeah, yeah we do. Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'd say my youngest self would be happiest that I'm a published author and I'd had that dream for so long and I overcame a lot of no's and shut doors and this book sucks to actually get it published. So I think she'd be happy about that. And I think she'd be sad that I don't have a family right now. Waking you up in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh, Waking it makes me emotional. It makes me emotional. But that's not everything. I know, but it's like when you're young, you think like at 25, you're going to like pump out all these kids and like it's just not the reality you know what i mean like i'm on my way that's not like, your story that's I not know. your story and that's okay don't stress about it. you're gonna make me cry stop <laughs> but aren't you on your way like yes, aren't you like you're, like, yes, you're at yes. the you're the closest that you've ever been at the yes. doorstep Tanya, for so whatever reason that's not supposed to be your story and that's that's and that's it and just think of it that way don't but cry. cry. But you can't cry. cry. It's okay. Or it's okay. Cry. cry. I love Let's crying. Let's cry. Let's all cry. It's Monday why anyway. Why so emotional? Because you want it. That's why. And that's why he puts these questions out because they're supposed to get you to get to a place Imagine where it's real. Imagine if somebody said that on a first date. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what this exercise was? Yes. <laughs> oh my. I'm never dating again. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm gonna I'm gonna read the monk's book. This 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 eight rules of love books two and ten. <laughs> Didn't he write a monk book? Think like a monk. Yeah, I'm gonna read that. <laughs>
Guys, uh, it's Kiss this morning. Thank you for being here. Lots of calls coming in. Appreciate that. Um, 1-800-520-1027. Now, Ruby is live from the Disneyland Resort celebrating 100 years of wonder. Ruby, let me bring her up. So, now, food. Let's talk about the new food options for the 100 celebration. What'd you find out? Okay, I, I'm a foodie. I love food. I love good drinks. So we have a Raquel Raquel Ayala with us, a <laughs> Disneyland Resort chef. Uh, tell us about two or three dishes. I know you have uh, these two pastries, pastries, and this drink looks so good. Yeah, so. Uh, tell us a little bit about these uh, offerings that you guys have. Of course. So right here I have the Disney 100 Platinum Trifle. Wow. And if you love cheesecake, yes, amazing. <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. Creamy. I have. It's so okay. creamy. It has cherries inside it as well. So tell us about two or three dishes that you just have to try when you're coming to the Disneyland Resort. Okay, so over at Hungry Bear, we have our new burger for the Disney 100 celebration. It's going to be Angus Chuck Patty. Ooh. Yeah. And then it has two hash browns on top of it. So it's, the patty's right in the middle of the two hash browns. And then it's smothered in like a cheese sauce with like a pasilla, like a pasilla oh cheese sauce. Oh. Yeah, so it's kind of spicy, but it's not too spicy. It just has like a subtle little yeah, kick exactly, to it. Yeah, it's really good though. It's delicious. You definitely have to go to Hungry Bear to try that out. And what's the most efficient way to, you know, try all of these different foods and beverages that you guys have? Mobile order. Mobile order. Mobile order is the go-to. On the Disneyland yes, app, on correct? on the Disneyland app, correct. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's way to go. That's what I did all weekend long. I was like... This is, this is the best, yeah. the most efficient way to just show up. You get your food. It's super it's easy yeah. Yeah, and, and efficient. Exactly. That's the best way to plan your Disney trip. I usually plan it around the food. You know, you, you plan all the meals, and then you kind of sprinkle in the rides. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's smart, sis, to do it that way. <laughs> plan it around the food because you cannot go wrong. Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sissini, you're going to yeah. take a little breather today because Ruby's going to take over, right? Or are you going to be with her? Um, Oh, it's all Ruby. So I guess Glad I they do. told you. They did not tell me, but yeah, happy I'm to, to have the hour off. <laughs> Ruby's taking it live from Disneyland Resort. She'll be there until noon today, celebrating yeah, 100 Ruby. years. Ruby, what's up for the next few hours? That's right. We are live from Disneyland. We are kind of like backstage. I feel a little special at Starcade in Disneyland. Um, but so far, it's been an incredible weekend here, Saturday, Sunday, this morning. There, there's so much to do, so much to check out. Toontown is one of my favorites. If you're coming to the Disneyland Resort anytime soon, you definitely have to check out Mickey and Minnie's uh, Runaway Railway. So, And also uh, Cafe Daisy. Such good food. Yeah, well, the Toontown is like brand new because they just reopened it, uh, was it last month or even this month? When yes, it? this month. So it's, A few weeks ago. Yeah. So it's just completely re redone, and it's so it's so much fun. I know, like we, like I said, we were obsessed with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, it, it's just so nostalgic and mm -hmm. and so fun. Yeah, you were saying your sister is 27, and it was her first time at Disney. Yes, mind blowing in itself. Oh my gosh, she got her ears. Um, she was so excited. <laughs> she was just like the the whole time, just like couldn't believe that she's never been, you know. And she just was like, "Why did I wait so long?" Why did I wait so long to come? So we've had a great time. So don't wait that long. Yeah, so moral of the story, do not wait that long to come to Disneyland. And we also have, I have another four pack of tickets, sis, coming up in the 11 a.m. hour, okay? So stay right here on 102.7 KISS FM. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. 
Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.